0: Where we learn from the best about the business side of the food service industry. you make food, then let us help you make money doing Want to connect with us? Check us out at Make Food Make money on Instagram or Facebook. Or email us, at info at businesschef.org. Welcome, 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 everybody, to the Business Chef Podcast. Chef Sean Boucher here. And thank you for joining us. Man, I love it. Love doing it. Love being able to talk on here and love being able to uh, to interact with people. Had a lot of good feedback this week and so I'm extra excited about having one of our favorite guests back. Chef Dwayne Keller. Speaking of favorites, for those of you who haven't checked out Clicklease yet, I think it's time to do so. ClickLease. ClickLease.com. Go check them out. You can get approved for your equipment immediately. That's right. You can find out if you're going to get the money that you need to buy that equipment right then and there. So go check out ClickLease.com. Let them know that we sent you. You know, for those of you who listened to Chef Dwayne Keller on our last show, know that he's a pretty dynamic individual. He's an individual that knows what he's doing, has been around for a long time and has a reputation, a great reputation. So with some of the current challenges in our environments right now, i.e. employees, retaining, recruiting, keeping employees around, we figured we'd reach out to a pro and that's why we reached out to my man, Chef Dwayne Keller.
1: that's uh that's a great topic um being in town for 20 years I've watched the uh DC Metro go from about 5,000 food and beverage operations to now over 12,000 and uh every year it gets a little little more challenging a little more difficult but um you know you first build a foundation um I think the uh foundation that i have here is is uh, my reputation of running a classroom environment um, providing for my staff all the tools they need to be successful Um, that's from you know simple tools like knives and peelers and uh, aprons and and uniforms to uh the most uh, involved of tools being mentoring and uh, bringing them along. Um, I've had dishwashers that I've uh, mentored that have been junior sous chefs. And there's really no greater story than that. Um, to see a person develop and uh, grow into something that you, you could only just dream of. Um, the uh uh recruiting is is pretty much word of mouth now um I have a staff of thirty five and if an opening comes up it fills really quick um because everybody you know will bring in somebody that's that's good and uh the staff that I have here is you know probably the best team I've ever had, and they'd never bring in somebody that wasn't gonna pull their weight um but you know the key people around um you know that's that's a really important topic because uh you know national unemployment is two point three it's been zero percent it may even be a negative here in the washington d c metro for for at least five or six years um I've opened I don't know, four or five big operations here in the area and I've been um here for 20 years and uh there's uh it's really difficult. Everybody's short-handed all the time and uh you have to really provide a um you know a lot to keep people, you know. So I think between the combination of um you know a a good fun professional work environment where people take pride in what they do to uh you know giving them an opportunity to grow and learn and uh you know leave every day feeling good about what they uh what they you know contribute or how they contribute um you know I've I've been giving feedback 10 times an hour for uh with a 70% praise ratio for 15 years I uh, learned that back uh maybe maybe longer than that and uh that's kind of my style. I'm always catching people doing something right and uh you know, that way I'm approachable and uh they feel comfortable and yeah, I can always add in a little bit of here and there to to make it uh make it better. But um I think a positive work environment uh one that uh a culture that uh, shows that uh, we care about our our internal guests, which are our staff, and uh, we obviously care about our members and our our guests, because that's why we come to work.
0: you know it's funny, you bring up a lot of really good points in that, and I love the 70 percent praise ratio. I absolutely love that because I definitely believe in treating our staff and our employees like family. Um, you know, we spend enough time around them. So one thing I think that's interesting that I hear a lot now, granted I get around the country. I, I'm seems like I'm in a different state every week. And a lot of times I would say the predominant thing that I hear, especially from operations that maybe you're struggling, uh, in other areas, not just retaining people, but keeping the place clean and, you know paying their bills on time, all that kind of stuff. The answer for them to recruiting and retaining people is always the same. Well, if we could pay more money, then we would have better people, and we would have people that that stuck around longer. I'm curious to hear what your what your response is to that.
1: yeah, well, no one will ever have uh enough money i mean they're and and uh you're right i mean uh, at the end of the day. I think everybody just wants to feel good about what they, how they contribute and what they do. Um, you know, there there are measurable, um, you know, points that you know you have to be able to. Even you know, if I go into a an operation or go into a, a company organization, and you know, my, some of my first questions are, you know, you know, one, what's the Budgeted or forecasted or what are you doing in in annual revenue? That tells me a lot. Um, Me as an operator, I'm an expert in this. I've been doing it a long time. So I don't waste anything. I don't waste chemicals. I don't waste paper. I don't waste food. I don't waste time. And I'm really organized and uh, I think people realize that we don't waste anything so they're... They're getting paid the best they can be paid because I think a lot of operations, um, whether it be the chef, the kitchen manager, a manager, you know, they're just kind of turning their cheek and you know, letting things happen that cost the organization money. And in all honesty, it's their it's their you know their duty to um, to to protect the the brand, protect the company so that they can do the right things. Um, like, I don't start dishwashers under 12. I uh, I treat the dish staff, or the stewards, uh, I call them stewards, but the dish staff, I, I treat them better than anybody in the whole kitchen. Um, we really take good care of them because without them, we would be in real serious trouble. So I don't start them less than 12 um that was uh something that i just, you know, uh, initiated here at the club because it was uh it was low before and uh not having staff is uh is a real problem. So, you know, whether you're you're putting uh, you know, you're doing a demographic study of, you know, what others are being paid, which is a really good idea, um or you're doing all the right things for the business so that you can pay your staff more. It's the same thing. You know, you have to you have as an operator, you have to stand up and do the right things. I just have to
0: say that I absolutely love that as well. Um you know, I I think a lot of times it's easy for us to point fingers and say, you know, all these issues are outside of me, all these issues if this happened or if that happened, then things would be different. But the bottom line is this, that as we are wise stewards, as we are responsible and take responsibility over the resources that are entrusted to us, then we're able to have the resources that we need to spread or spread the wealth, so to speak, um, and be able to pay people more. I also am a huge fan of the idea of educating people as as to the why, because I think someone who understands why they're doing something is much more likely to, to do what they're supposed to do. Someone who understands why a standard is the way that it is, uh, is much more likely to follow that standard and be accountable to that. I, you know, just in listening to this, i w I'm interested to hear what is it that you do that's unique? What is it that you do as far as training and recruiting that this maybe unique
1: <laughs> you know uh, there's nobody like me um and I'll just say it that way because i can tell you i i teach people how to walk i teach people how to sweep how to mop and uh you know i come from a professional hockey background and uh you know we we get in the corners and dig for the puck and uh you know it's uh, a combination of uh keeping your head up uh communicating even if you don't speak english and uh we do use a lot of hand signals um you know whether it's washing hands or or doing anything it's uh it's really interesting um the communication but there's a a real sense of urgency that uh has to be uh you know part of your your day um you know I teach people to work with two hands. I know it sounds silly, but God gave you two hands, use them both. Um I've seen people working with one hand. I, I don't understand it at all. Um so there's a lot of little details into uh how we, you know, develop and mentor our, our staff and uh mine is uh you know, have fun, smile, relax. It's a loose tight property, you know, you got to know your job, but relax you work uh, better when you're relaxed and uh as long as you're working safe you're you're fine. So we do a lot of uh a lot of smiling, we have a lot of laughs and uh we're always supporting each other and uh you know even today I had a little discussion with two new uh new staff members that uh I said, you know, I'd be surprised if I told uh um anybody that you two weren't getting along. I think everybody would be surprised. And, you know, that was a, a quick conversation. They looked at each other and they realized, yeah, you're right. We should be getting along. So it all starts with uh, leadership. And uh, I bring a great sense of urgency. And uh, we uh, work together as a team. And that's how we uh, we all look good together. We all look bad together. We We work as one team
0: working together as a team, what a novel concept. You know, I just have to say one for me, one of the things that I think has always really helped me in my uh, management was that I, number one, I love people. I just love them. I just want to help them. And so I, I really try to practice servant leadership where I am in the kitchen with them working side by side, uh, doing what I need to do, getting out of the way when I need to get out of the way. And, man, that that has just created such a strong sense of buy-in. Everywhere I've ever worked, I wouldn't even know how to do it anywhere or any other way uh, other than just getting in, getting my hands dirty, working right alongside everybody. This this managing from an office thing is totally foreign to me. I don't don't get that at all. But, you know, it sounds to me like you... You're a great operator because you inspire loyalty. And some of the best operators I've ever seen have the most loyal people.
1: Yeah, we have in the kitchen right now, we have maybe six or seven that have been with me for longer than 10 years.
0: See, and that in and of itself is absolutely amazing. Because how many people out there could say that you've got half a dozen people right alongside you that have been alongside you for 10 years. I mean, that, that is amazing. Um, one of the things I think that's interesting about this conversation too, is that it seems so elementary. It seems so, so simple in so many ways that if you, if you love and coach and train and mentor and develop your people, then people follow you and they stick with you. And, and they're loyal. They're loyal to you. They're loyal to the establishment that they work in. And, and I think that a lot of people just miss that. I think we try to look at other things that we feel like we we have to do, uh, boxes that we have to check. And really what it comes down to is that you you need to be the kind of person that people want to follow. Number one, you have to be a great leader to in, to inspire people to want to follow you. Um, so you gotta know what you're talking about and you have to walk the walk. Um, and you know, I'm guessing that that is something that you'd agree with.
1: Absolutely. And I think, uh, you know, diversity is, uh, is a great part of what we do. Um, having different, uh, you know, different people working together as a team and, uh, you know, as a, as a leader, I'm, I'm a very much an optimist and, uh, I found that, uh, you know, I never go to work thinking I'm gonna have an easy day. I go in every day thinking what we're gonna to learn today as a team and uh, there's uh uh the ball definitely bounces your way when you're an optimist and you're uh you're positive. Um and uh, that creates uh the, the culture and the environment to be positive and feel, you know, confident about what we're doing. Lean lean always lean on the positive side.
0: Chef, as always, it's an absolute pleasure to get to chat with you and pick your brain. If uh, others feel the same, if people are out there listening to this and they think, man, I want to get a hold of that guy. I want to find out what he's up to. What's the, what's the best way to do that?
1: I uh, just uh, had somebody put together a new website for me. It's Kitchen it's been out for about three weeks. I have a blog on there that's very entertaining, very interesting. Um, it definitely uh give you an idea about my uh, my myself and uh, what I'm thinking about. I've uh, been super busy here at the club. Um, the last two years of uh, building up this uh, culinary department is uh, really paying off. We're up uh, 20 to 30 percent and uh, we're just so busy it's uh, really great um, I'm on Instagram and uh, I think it's Dwayne Keller or chef Dwayne Keller I'm on I got a Facebook page chef Dwayne Keller and um, LinkedIn is a is a great platform for uh, professional networking and uh, you'll see me around there I'm not on that much right now because I'm just super busy but you'll find me just uh, Google chef Dwayne Keller
0: well, as always, you are the man, the myth, the legend. Chef Dwayne Queller, everybody. Thank you for your time today, Chef.
1: Always a pleasure. Thanks, Sean.
0: Guys, I just want to mention that I think the world of that guy. He's got a lot going on. He's He really practices what he preaches and, and knows, knows his stuff. So if you haven't done so, go check him out. He's got some interesting things and some pretty... Inspiring things going on as well. So, for anybody who's looking to be inspired or looking for some great ideas on dishes and ways to execute things and ways to inspire and lead employees, Chef Keller's got some awesome stuff. So, go check him out. And while you're doing so, make sure you check out our friends at ClickLease. ClickLease.com for all of your equipment financing needs. You got to check them out, they're the real deal just like Chef Keller. So do us a favor. Let them know that we sent you and get the financing you need. Let's just go ahead and get what we need to get the job done. Thanks everybody. Love you all for tuning in and we will definitely catch you next week. Thanks for sticking around. Be sure to share this podcast with your friends, family, co-workers, or anyone who's interested in making food and money. And when you get a second, give us a review. It really helps us get the word out as well as letting us know how we're doing it. Want to connect with us? Check us out at Make Make Money on Instagram or Facebook. Or
1: email us, info at businesschef.org.